Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Travel and Tourism Podcast, my first season. My guest today and I met in beautiful Club Med Columbus Isle during the 1997-1998 winter season. She was a sailing and windsurf geo when I met her, but then she went on to become a choreographer for many seasons. She was also the chief of animation slash choreographer in 2007-2008 in my favorite place in the world, Lindemann Island, Australia. So if you know me, I have to talk to her about that. She went on a family trip to Club Med St. Lucia when she was 16 years old and decided then and there that she was going to become a geo. She started sailing at 12 years old and she has a degree in journalism, dance and secondary education. And yes, since I work in a university, I have to talk to her about that as well. From the Lone Star State, please help me welcome the amazing Jen Simmons. Jennifer, how are you today in the great state of Texas? I'm very, very good, but my last name is Simons. Simons, <laughs> God damn it. Of course, that would be different. You know, we were never on a last name basis when we met. <laughs> Simons. No, I don't think anyone knows. My last name is Choreographer. It's not Simons. Do you? Yeah. Do you correct people all the time? I'm not the only one that says Simmons, I'm guessing, right? Yes. I'm a middle okay. school so yes, all the time. Simons. Well, a myriad of apologies for that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jen. Okay. All right. Wow. So before we uh, talk about how we met because I remember you vividly okay from uh, from our season in Columbus Iowa uh, I'd like you take me back a bit you know we said um, you started sailing at 12 now since you're from Texas I'm, I'm assuming there's a lo lots of bodies of water but wh where did what body of water did you learn to sail on the Gulf of Mexico so oh, my really? family, yes my family has a belong to a sailing club um, in Seabrook which is south I'm from Clear Lake which is south Houston near NASA and we would go there every weekend and sail just on the like for the day. Did you say near Napa or NASA? NASA. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. And then you learned also how to windsurf at that age? Probably a couple of years after I started sailing, I started windsurfing. You found windsurfing to be much harder, I'm guessing, right? Yes, but I liked it way, way more. I think yes. my parents or they sailed and I wanted to do something different because I was a rebel. Well, sure. And once you got your two feet in the straps and the harness, then there, yeah. there's no way they were having as much fun as you, right? Exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, then you took a family trip to Club Med St. Lucia when you were 16. So do you recall any, I'm, I'm sure, I'm guessing you never ran into any other of those geos that you saw there, right? <laughs> I don't think that I remember okay. any of them. Okay. I think that possibly Hansel could have been there. Uh, oh, wow. I was listening to his podcast and I think the timeline actually lines up, but I don't really know. I okay. have no idea. Uh, I guess were you, uh, were you mini club? No, uh, we were club. team club because I was team 16 club. and we were running amok and we drank wine at dinner, which was a very oh, really? rebellious. <laughs> in, yes. the care, in the care of a mini club, Gio? <laughs> uh, okay. Possibly. <laughs> We even actually, I remember we broke into the, into the kitchen with her, with our okay. mini club geo. Like I have never, I was, I would never do that as a geo. I think I would get shot, yes. but oh my gosh, we went into the kitchen and we took peanut butter and like made a snack and left, which I can't even imagine doing as a geo. Crunchy or smoothie? I like crunchy. Me too. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so then you decided, you know what, this geo thing looks pretty good. I'm going to become a geo one day, right? Yes. I was doing a lot of windsurfing there and trapeze and I was, I just fell in love with it. Okay. But as I recall, your very smart father said, well, <laughs> what, no matter what, you're going to get your degree first, Jen, right? Yep. Okay. Was, those are the rules. Good man. 
And how did you know what you what you wanted to study? Or did you know, like, why, why pick journalism? Oh, no, I changed my major quite a few times. I actually went there to be an environmental scientist and then chemistry got me because I'm not good at numbers. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, oh yeah. So <laughs> then I was going to be an environmental journalist and that's the direction that I went. And then it kind of went into the arts. And of course, my mom is actually was a dance professor and I did a lot of dance, of course, growing up. And so the dance sort of just happened. Did you okay? So this I did not know. Okay, so you you did have a dance background. Now, was, were you doing like modern or tap? What kind of dance were you doing when you were younger? Yes, I started with ballet and tap when I was a kid because that's kind of what everybody ends up learning. But um, my mom was a modern dancer, actually with a really well-renowned company for a long time, Jose Limon, and then she was a professor at the University of Houston Career Lake. So oh. yeah. So oh. I did a lot, I did study, I would like go and take classes and stuff with them just a little bit. And then at the University of Houston, a little bit when I was going to university, but I went to Stephen F. Austin State University, which is in East Texas. Okay. Now, did you, the second you got your, you know, at your cap and gown ceremony, did you apply to Club Med? Like was the, was it already? I applied before that. Oh, before. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to go the day after that. The day after I got Okay. Here. So while your, while your cap was still flying in the air, you decided, you know what, I'm going to take off. Okay. Uh-huh. I was getting my passport ready. Yep. Now, did they call you and set up an interview with you? Yes. That was back when you had to send a letter and a headshot. And yes. I did. I remember. Okay. Yes. And, and it had to be mom, a certain certain way, right? Like the picture had to be on uh-huh. top of this. Okay. All right. Now, were you sending it to New York? Do you remember? No, Sandpiper. Oh, so we okay. Went, my mom and I flew to Florida and I interviewed with Jennifer Steidel. In wait, a minute. wait a minute. You're saying you flew on your own dime for the interview? Yes. Could they not have sent someone to interview you? Like or a bunch of you at uh, in Texas or California? I have no idea. I okay, so she that said was what I was told to do. So that's what I did. Oh, really? Okay, so you paid your own way for this interview. Mm-hmm. Do you recall the interview? Yeah, mm-hmm, very much. Yes, we were all in Sandpiper. We they put us in a conference room. There were like six of us, and we got like a little speech and we watched a slideshow about how it is to be a geo. And then we did the one-on-one interview with our person. And since Jennifer, so I was going into sports because I, I applied to be a windsurf geo. And Jennifer Steidel was a windsurfer. And so she interviewed me and the letter got home. The acceptance letter got home before I did. <laughs> so oh, wow. I think, okay. <laughs> I think she was actually typing it while she was talking to me. So we stayed and went to Disney World for a little while and then went home. And by the time I got home, the letter was already there. Okay, that I so you, got accepted. So you go back home to Texas. Now I noticed on the, on the map, I looked at, you know, kind of where you are now. So I see that Austin is only a two and a half hour drive from Corsicana, Texas. So have you ever taught or went to school at Navarro College? No. No? I know of Navarro College, but I have never been. Have you never seen the Netflix show? Oh. Cheer? (laughs) I I was like, why did I Navarro College? Cheer! I have have seen Cheer uh, several times. I forgot that. I love that show. Okay. I was but just curious if you went there. <laughs> I did not. I went okay. to SFA, which is, it's in, it's actually somewhat close. It's, it's in East Texas, um, in Nacogdoches, Texas. And it's kind of similar. We have, I bet the cheer squad is somewhat similar, but it's a four-year, it's like a full college okay. that I went to. That college, Navarro, is a junior college. That's right. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm trying to understand the state system, the, the American system. <laughs> um, all right, so you get your, you get home, you find your acceptance letter, and they tell you. Now, did you know anything about Cancun? No, they told me to wait. I had to wait for quite a while, so I was kind of sitting around for like four months, and then. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what were you doing? Because I think I had to wait until the season started. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So March, I believe, is when the season switched, and so. I waited and then they shipped me off to Cancun. Now, I did not know any, I knew it was a, like a, a singles village and I was very excited about that. But okay. that's about all I knew. All right, what, were, do you recall what you were doing in those four months? Did you get a part-time job somewhere or just? I uh, did, I did a part-time yeah. job. And then I also, <laughs> I was taking a lot of dance classes at the University of Houston. And I also started doing pottery, which I still do now. And I was doing a lot of ceramics and taking classes at the university that my mom taught at. <laughs> All right, so you get to Cancun, uh-huh. and um, what's it like? Like, who's who's the chief there at that time? Do you know? Rico Paulette was chief, and I was oh. doing windsurfing. I was teaching windsurfing with two other guys, Aaron and somebody, and I don't remember who. And oh. it was very fun. I just heard they don't have. I thought this was a joke, but they don't have windsurfing currently in Cancun. That is, I yeah. Thought, it, how, I don't, how, mm-hmm. how sad? How sad? No. <laughs> yes, very much so, but. They moved and I just went there last, last uh, Thanksgiving. Okay. And th- I don't think there's windsurfing anywhere anymore. The sport is not as popular as it used to be. I w- when I was in Turks also, they didn't have it. So I kind of think it might. Oh, well, I think it's popular, but you know, you know, you and I both taught it. So you know how guests get frustrated when they can't learn windsurfing in an hour. Right. I mean, it's exactly. uh, you need a good, you know, two weeks if, you know, depending on conditions to learn how to windsurf. It's probably the hardest sport to learn i mean you know especially if there's waves and whatnot so i guess that makes sense now uh, so you're there do you remember like arriving and like your very first day going to reception do you remember all that i remember it vaguely i remember the first week i didn't understand that you had to follow the schedule (laughs) i didn't understand because the papers they were paper schedules then right we got wait is that that what you were saying jen or was that or you really didn't know (laughs) no i really didn't understand (laughs) Okay. I, and yes, I did not understand. And I kept getting in trouble for not being at the right places at the right times because I didn't understand where I was supposed to be. But I got it. I eventually figured it out. Okay. Well, here's the difference between you and I. My first season, I was so terrified of missing something. I actually carried my, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I carried my uh, program on a clipboard, <laughs> which was attached, <laughs> which was attached to me. I can't think of anything nerdier than that, but you're like, I'm not wearing a clipboard. Okay. So no, but they did start making me carry it in my pocket. And I would have oh, to show, okay. I would have to show it to them because I was I kept <laughs> I I met a guy, that's the way it always starts. I met a guy and he kept distracting me and then I was Ah, got yeah. it. Sports right Geo, no doubt. Scuba. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. There you go. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Darn scuba guys. Yeah. <laughs> now here's something not so interesting, and I really empathize. Uh, I still have a hard time believing this is true. You broke your foot not once, but twice in your first season. How is this possible? I know. How is it possible? Okay. And <laughs> did you, question. and how were you able to, how were you able to stay there or did you go home and then come back and break it again? What happened? No, I, so the first time I broke it, um, <laughs> one of Aaron, the other uh, windsurf geo and had his birthday. And we were, of course, enjoying the birthday celebration in Casitas. And yes. then I walked, of course, all the way into the into the village. And then I fell down the stairs right in front of the nurse's office, which is ironic. Cracked my 
big toe on my right foot in half. Like the whole bone was cracking. But I had been, I had been imbibing and I did not feel it totally. And I went all the way up those stairs and had dinner. Oh no. I know. And and then don't, don't tell me you went dancing after dinner. No, I didn't. But (laughs) I looked at the nurse who was my very good friend, Leah. And I said, I think my foot's really messed up. And she said, you need to go home. You look a little green. And they sent, then I went and it was very fractured. And so then I was in a cast for a very long time. And it was one of those like plastic casts, which they don't mm-hmm. do anymore for a toe, a plaster cast. And I was on crutches and, you know, Casitas is really far, but they moved me from windsurfing to sailing. So the guys would carry me above the water, throw me on the boat in the morning. And I would teach sailing in a cast okay. on the boat. Okay. Hold up. Why didn't... <laughs> Did, okay, I'm guessing you didn't want to go home, but how did no. you, how did so many geos get sent home? Like, how did you wind up staying? Like, how is this possible? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. I, but I really wanted to stay. And I was like, I can still work. I can teach sailing. And so they threw me on the boat and I taught. So sailing. they carried you above the water line mm-hmm. and dropped you on a Hobie cat. Yep. And then the guests would swim out, I guess, to you or, mm-hmm. okay. And you had a bag yeah, over your it. foot, bag over your foot. Uh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. How did you not get a nickname after the first, this first season of yours? Right, okay. I know. And then eventually I got tired of the cast. I sawed it off myself. <laughs> um, Cla- classic then, Jen. Okay. Yes, the choreographer was like, okay, you want to do the French can-can? And I was like, sure, I think it's better now. I'm pretty sure. Oh, no. I, I, this had not been cleared by a doctor. And I was like, okay, let's go. So then I did the French can-can and my foot was so weak from being in the cast that yep. another bone and then in the upper part of the foot broke Constantly. while doing the can-can. I finished the can-can and then hit the floor and crawled off the stage. And I looked at Rico Palate, the chief of village. I said, I think I have to go home now. <laughs> okay. So, now just, just I knew that point okay. that it was broken again. And they took me to the doctor the next day. And yes, I then by that point I had like, two or three broken bones in my foot. And when I finally got to Houston, they were like, oh yeah, this is, you've got a lot of fractures in here. Yeah. Okay. Question. Was it the French can-can or the techno can-can? Oh, the French can-can, the five okay. minutes. Five okay. Minutes uh, which the chief of village kept asking, do you want an encore? And then you're like, <laughs> no. Okay. So, wow. This is crazy. So you now, how long do you go home for roughly? Let's see. I have my dates right beside me. I was home from August to October. Oh, wow. Okay. So when I met you, you had just come off a broken foot basically yes. then, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And uh, so you, I guess you were convalescing. You can't really work when you're resting your, your foot and all that, right? Right. So we were doing a lot of physio? A little bit, not too much, but a little bit. I was in an air, they finally, cause I was in the US, I got an air cast and that was much easier to walk in and I could like maneuver and do stuff so yeah okay. that was better after that <laughs> all right so when i met you in columbus isle in uh, 97 i'd already been there like for a year in 96 and they sent me back there no i didn't do anything wrong and i i don't recall the first day we met but i do remember t- talking to you on the beach one time do you want me to tell the story <laughs> <laughs> you can tell the story it's very I, funny i remember it yeah because i remember it vividly because no one's ever done that before or since <laughs> and you made such an impression on me okay so i think i think that week and i don't remember who i told someone might have asked me my pet peeve and i said i hate holding things in my hands okay 
I just have to preface this before I tell the story. I, I told someone I don't like holding anything in my hand. So I thought this person told you. So I go down to the beach. I say hi to you. You know, there you are in all your glory, your bikini, your blonde hair. You know, I'm, I'm like, OK, I'll talk to Je- I'll talk to Jen. And you say, wait a minute, Greg. Uh, here, hold this. And you hand me your camera. And I thought, oh, why did this person tell Jen that I hate holding stuff in my hands? Now, before I go on, I just want to say what happened next. Everyone in the history of the world, if you're a beach geo or a caveman going to the ocean first time, everyone's done this. Okay. I've done it a million times. Everyone's done this. So you leave me your camera, you go into the ocean to have a swim. And I'm like, I have to do the water aerobic. I'm like, what is she doing? You know, like I can't compute while you're Leave me holding your camera. You didn't ask me to take a picture of you. You just asked me to hold your camera. You go in the water and then you're you're waiting back. And I guess you're about water up to your knees now. And I go, Jen, what are you doing? I gotta go. And you're like, No, I'm 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 peeing. And I'm like, what a god, what a card. You're so funny. And you were. Okay. And uh, so then I didn't know what to do. Okay. <laughs> I looked away, obviously. Okay. And then I did, and then I, I went off. So this is to me, an amazing story because you were so brave, so bold. I didn't know if this was your way of flirting with flirting with me. I didn't know what was going on. Okay. I've never been more confused by a woman in my whole life. And I just thought this is awesome. Okay. And this, are you okay? okay. Did I lose you? Yeah, that's funny. No. <laughs> okay. Yes. It sounds like Again, me. I've done it a million times. Okay. But I never, true. I never asked someone to hold my camera while I went and do it, but that's the, that makes the story so, so incredible. And I do still hate holding things in my hand. Now, you weren't with us long. Now, I don't recall, like, so I guess it was that season that you wanted to become a choreographer? or you, Yeah. Or you, like, so why did you just go be a choreographer before Windsurf Geo? Like, were you didn't think you could do it? Like, why, why start sailing and then go choreographer? That's a good question. I don't think I even knew that that job really existed because I didn't know that much about Club Med when I started. So I think that after I saw, it was, it was because I could never do laundry. We didn't have days off, right? And it was nope. so hard to do laundry. And then the choreographer would come by windsurfing and he would windsurf in Cancun. And I was like, wait, why? Why does he have so much time? And then I realized, I was like, wait, he has time to do laundry. Yes, because he works at midnight when we're all rehearsing, right? Uh-huh. I need that job. So, oh, okay. And I have, I've like studied dance all my life. I need to do that. So, yes. Yeah, so you le- you left us, though you would come back for your stage. You were did a, uh, and we knew that, I know this from Ouija Whitmore, who I don't remember for some reason, but I remember you. Okay, and I remember the stage, and you guys went from, uh, I think you did Paradise, Columbus, and Eleuthera, right? Yes, I was based out of Eleuthera. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you were based out of Eleuthera. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then your first season as choreographer, was it Extapa? Yes. Okay. Now, how do you convince, like, uh, geos with two left feet like me or pretending I don't know how to dance when I might and how do you get them excited to be at rehearsal which is late at night did you have a trick or, or anything or people just I mean everyone loves you right so just so so is that was that the case they just did anything you asked uh no I don't think so <laughs> I wish okay <laughs> okay <laughs> okay <laughs> no um yeah I mean I would just go and bug them on the dance floor if they were supposed to be in rehearsal I kind of do like a little sweep through the bar time for rehearsal and then hopefully they would come usually everybody just came to rehearsals i mean i didn't usually have to okay they did okay well, thing is, I never minded. I love dancing. I just didn't like, I always was saying, why can't we do this in the morning? You know, that was my whole thing. You know, like this should be done in the morning. I was, I was too much of a realist or logical and I would get in trouble for being logical. Okay. (laughs) 
because you want me to memorize intricate dance steps at 1130 or midnight after a whole day? It didn't, didn't seem possible, right? So then I guess choreographers like you would stick me near the curtain, right? It's to learn learn the steps during the show, right? Is that what, was that a, was that a method? That's a strategy, yes. Okay. <laughs> but then, you know, as people leave, everybody kind of gets moved forward and moved forward, so. Yeah, yeah. or injury, injured, mm-hmm. they move forward, okay. <laughs> so did you, did you really, really like being a choreographer? I did, I loved it. It was so fun. Do you remember what the first show you choreographed in Club Med? Uh, that would be during my stage. Oh, really? Oh, you, you had to do one during your stage? We did three. Yeah. Which were they? I, let's see. We made a TV themed show. That was the, from the people in Columbus Isle. We had like three groups. It was an interesting stage. I don't know. I don't think they've done that since then, but we were based out of Eleuthera and I was with a group of two other people. So it was Gregory, me and an Australian girl named Rebecca. And we were bouncing back and forth. So we'd spend three weeks in Eleuthera and then we'd go to Columbus for two weeks. All of us would meet up. And there was a group in Sandpiper and Columbus. And then we would all meet up and we'd make their show that they had designed and we would help them make theirs. And I think the Columbus crew made a TV themed show. So like they would have play the love boat and then there'd be a dance about the love boat. It was, it was a cute oh. show. I did oh, that one in Ixapa. Oh, you did? Okay. Uh-huh. And then the one, us in Eleuthera did a dream, like a dream one. That one was pretty cool. And then I think Ouija did the one in Sandpiper, which was the Alice in Wonderland show. That was a cool show too. But then we all got together and made possibly the worst show ever. And I think it was Godzilla based. And I have no what? idea oh. why, why, why was that. I never, why was I never in that show? You know, that uh. one was in Paradise Island and it was uh. ludicrous. Um, looking, I don't, I have so many videos. Hey. Of all the shows, but you do you have a copy of that? I bet I do. Oh I my god! Please put it on YouTube. Why, why, I always wished I was in a god. No, no, I'm not kidding. Like of all the French shows I was in, the Can Can shows. Why couldn't I have been in Godzilla? You know, I mean that sounds awesome. But you didn't. You, looking back, you don't like it, right? Is that what you're saying? It was a ridiculous. It just didn't work. I don't think anybody did it. I think it only was done that one night, and then it was never. It never happened again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was in a Luthra, which with Mike Coleman and his family, which was amazing uh like coltman's from england yes okay oh yes. nice and you probably got to do one of the last seasons of eleuthera because it closed and never reopened correct yes yes yeah. that's a really cool knowledge mm-hmm. pink sand beaches and all yes the most beautiful beach in the world everybody always asks you that question which is the most beautiful beach oh is that what you say eleuthera oh definitely oh, okay oh, okay sand was, it was incredible now i see your first Trip to Turks and Caicos, your choreographer. Yeah. You're there for Y2K, I'm guessing, 2000. Yeah. Do you have any JoJo stories before we, we continue? So I don't want to forget to ask uh, you if you have a JoJo story. Oh, JoJo. I mean, I saw JoJo a lot. <laughs> JoJo okay. would come up to the beach and say hi to us. Yeah, and I did a lot of scuba diving there. And every once in a while, he would follow the boat on the way back in. Yeah, we saw. And then every once in a while, you see him snorkeling or... Yeah, he's just around all the time. Do you get certified scuba in Club Med? Yes, I have my advanced card. And I still dive a lot. I've got I've done over about 600 dives. Really? Are you I serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, did you log any of them? Okay. Uh, I st- I logged <laughs> probably the first like two or 300. And then I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even the instructors don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too many books. <laughs> you got to yeah, fill them. I have, yes, a lot of books. And I'm like, why, am I, why do I need to? 
Okay. Anything interesting, like for, you know, cause I know you, you've worked, um, I, I, I guess you would say you worked from Club Ed from 97 to 2009. Is that right? I think I left in 2010. Okay. Anything yeah. in the first half that you want to <laughs> say, like story-wise, or do we, or I, hey, I got enough to keep on, keep on moving here. It's no problem. Let's see. I don't even know. Let's see. Kenton Smith, when he fell into the... Oh yeah. Please tell me that one. I, I asked this question two weeks ago, if anyone you know has ever fallen into a champagne period and knocked it down and you actually witnessed this? Yes. Ixtapa with Kenton. Okay. That was a really magical season. We had like the best team. It was incredible. And my costume designer, Simone, and I were standing next to the stage and he was pouring the, the champagne, you know, in the big champagne fountain. And then his boots slipped. He was standing on one of those step aerobics that we had like built up behind the champagne fountain. And it slipped, his boots slipped on it. And oh my goodness, the whole thing went down. It was loud. That he, did he pretend, I know, I know a little bit about Kenton. Did he pretend that he meant to do that? Like, how did he cover, cover that? I, I think he was just like, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it okay. was just so much Smooth. glass that, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like, get, get the kids away from the glass was kind of the main concern at that point, because there was so much glass on the floor and there was, I mean, it's a stop, but there were kids everywhere. So. Yeah, I've never seen that, but I always wondered. I'm sure, I said, I'm sure this has happened in the history of Club Ed, somebody, but it always gave me anxiety whenever the chief went up on the aerobic step, like you mentioned, uh -huh. and started pouring. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> uh -huh. yes, so, okay, cool. Okay, you go to, for some reason, you want to see snow. So you say, I'm going to go to Crested Butte. <laughs> That and, was not that was not my choice, but yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I see you're not a you're not a choreographer there. You're doing yoga and working in the ski shop. Yes. What the hell? What the hell, Jen? What's going on there? I know. I got sent there to hang <laughs> out. Um, I decided I wanted to be a circus geo for a minute. Okay. And I was there waiting for the stage, but so and they had me work. I had never seen snow before, and so. <laughs> well, that's what. Yeah, I'm curious what you thought of snow when you saw. <laughs> it was. It was like I was like I was a fish on ice snow it was it was real hard for me yeah yeah I can imagine I did finally eventually learn how to snowboard and I enjoyed it and I still snowboard today but it it was a rough uh that was a really hard transition getting into the snow yeah it's and because you like yeah like like you and I like we learned to windsurf now I assumed my first time snowboarding I would carve as easily on the water as I do in snow no that's not the case okay yeah. depending on if you're on really packed granular or whatever. I don't know if you had powder, three inches of powder up there, but did you fall a lot on your butt when you were learning? So much. Yeah. Yeah. So much. See, at least when you fall windsurfing, you're falling in the water, right? Like yeah. at one point we're learning snowboard. You're like, I can't go anymore because I can't take one more fall on my butt or yeah. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> yep. It was kind okay. of bouncing between my knees and my butt. I just kept falling. Yeah. All right. It, that, it, was, a, it was a hard learning curve for me. Now, did you, were you a certified yoga instructor like before you went there? No. Okay. No. So I did do a lot of yoga at some point with Jack in um, Sandpiper. I took a lot of yoga from him. Oh, that was when I was a boutique geo. I forgot about that. In, oh, really? Uh, Sandpiper for when I was waiting for my choreography stage, I got mm -hmm. sent to Sandpiper and I would, so then I was. And we only worked like six, we didn't have a day off, but we worked about six hours a day and I came mid season. So I wasn't in any of the shows. So I learned how to do yoga and circus because I had all this time on my hands. That was pretty fun. Okay. And what did you do in the ski shop? If I might ask. I, <laughs> I just worked the, 
the like cash register. Oh, okay. You weren't like waxing skis or anything. In no, I did learn how to wax my board a little bit, but I'm not very good at it. I wasn't ever very, I never actually did that. No. Okay. All right. And then you're like, you know, screw this. I'm going back to the sun and they send you to Turks and Caicos, right? In 2002. Yes. There was a year break there that I took and I was at home and then they called me back and I was about to start school and they said, do you want to go to Turks and Caicos as choreographer? Oh, oh no. Do you want to stay in Houston, Texas as a teacher? <laughs> I said, Bye. Now, I've got to go. Yeah, yeah. Now do you mean start school? You mean you were going to be a high school dance teacher or you were continuing your education? What do you yes. mean? No, I had just taught. I taught a year of high school yeah. in 2001. And then I was about to start the next year. And then they called me up. Okay. So they waved the carrot. <laughs> yeah, the carrot was back in front of me okay. in my favorite village of Turks and Caicos. And I said, okay. And Joey uh, Templin was the chief of village. Ah, uh, so fun. Yeah. I, uh, his name comes up a lot, and everyone loves Joey, right? He's from Australia, correct? Yes. Energia. He says that a lot. It's very oh, yeah. And uh, okay. Did he give you a nickname? No. I don't think so. No. no. Okay. It's just Jen Choreographer. I think I'm Jen Choreographer, yeah. Was there a season as choreographer, like was the hardest um, se- uh, season or village to, to um, teach geos how to dance? Like, did you get a lot of like uh, first seasons or? No, the or... first seasons were easy because they follow instruction. Okay. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's, not that's the true. Yeah. They're worried about getting fired. So they know yeah. they have to turn up to everything. <laughs> yeah. No, no. The other, uh, it's the other half. It's the people who are really seasoned and they're like, why are we still, why am I doing this? Um, that's where it starts to get a little. Did you ever have those nerd geos, as I affectionately call them, that run up to you? They find you at lunch, and they're like, ah, "I just got here. I want to be in every show." Did you ever get that? Yes. Oh, you have. Okay. Oh, <laughs> does yeah. that does that does that person ever come, go on to be a choreographer? I mm, I don't think so. No. And do you like uh, do you like hearing that, or or you like chill chill rookie? Or no, yeah. it's fun. It's nice to have someone with enthusiasm. But honestly, for some reason, those people sometimes are not the best dancers. Okay, so they're at the back curtain with me. Okay, I'm starting to see a pattern here. Okay, yeah. now I asked this of Gabby. Uh, Gabby, I don't know if you, uh, Gabby, she was a choreographer as well. And mm-hmm. Patchy, like we couldn't figure out how come I always have a thing for the choreographer in, in the village. <laughs> Can you explain this to me? What is it about the choreographer? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Is it the dance thing? I don't know. Okay. It might be the dance thing. Are they thing. telling me what to do? I, okay, I can't oh, figure it out. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Turks, then you go to Cancun, back to Cancun, the scene of the crime. You don't break your foot here, right? I'm no, hoping. I did not. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. You stay away from the French can-can. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure I did the French can-can, but yeah. So, Kevin, I was just there for like a month, I think, at that point. And okay. I was just interim because they were kind of switching. There was a lot of switching of Chiefs of Village. And I had we had Kevin Bat for a month. And then Hendel came in. I think he took over. And okay. then I left. And I went to Paradise right after that. But we were just doing, I think it was the winter. Yeah, it was December to January. It was like the Christmas break, which, of course, is the most intense time mm-hmm. for choreographers. You do two, show, two new shows, one for Christmas and one for New Year's. Okay, that's right. Um, yeah, so boy, Christmas and New Year's are, are the roughest. I always found as a, yeah. a mm-hmm. geo, and especially the choreographer, because um, you still have, helping out the entire animation team as well, right? Yep. And yeah. they always wanted a new show for both of those holidays, so it was always very intense. 
Yeah, yeah. Teaching geos who have had four hours sleep. And <laughs> yeah. Okay, I want you to give me a pas de bourre here, followed by a kick step, kick step, chain, and go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, when you, I guess because you had been to Club Med so early when you were 16, I guess you never got any culture shock, right? When you started Club Med. Like, I mean, Houston's hot, and I don't think I really had culture shock until I went to Japan. I think that was probably. Yeah. Yeah. I would like, I would like to talk about that because how did you get to Japan? Did you request it? No, so Fred DeWance was the mm -hmm. chief of village in Turks and Caicos. And then he and his wife, Rika, who's Japanese, he loved Japan and he went, he was going back there and he took a couple of us with him. Okay, now is Sohoro, is, is that a ski village? Yes. So okay. But they're open, so the first season was just hiking, so it's summertime, and that was just hiking and lots of trapeze and like summer events. And then you go home for a month, and then you come back and you do the winter season. Okay, and I'm guessing the majority of the geos there were from Asia, correct? Yes, especially the first season. The summer season, it was, I think there were only like five of us, Gaijin, that's like mm -hmm. non-Asian people. <laughs> um, and we would go in a bus, one of the people, gestionnaire or the food and beverage manager had a, like a van and we would go in there and we would go to all the different, they had these county fairs and they had the best corn you've ever tasted. And really good, all the different county fairs and the beach. And it was really fun. It was really neat to see like the back areas. So Horo is on a little tiny island up north. And so there's a lot of farms. It's really, really pretty. It's beautiful. I loved, I loved Japan. It was really neat. No, I guess culture shock, I'm, I'm guessing, because you had long, beautiful blonde hair, were <laughs> people, Japanese guests coming up to you asking if they could touch your hair? Uh, we would get kids groups in the, okay. in the summertime. We had kids groups, like entire schools would come in and they would stay for a day and then leave and go hiking and stuff. And the kids did. And there's also Sailor Moon, that character. Yes. Uh, the anime character. And when I would do my hair in pigtails and they would dress me up as Sailor Moon and the kids wanted to touch my hair. Okay. <laughs> I think they really hadn't seen that many- Foreigners? People, people yeah, that looked like me. <laughs> okay. Because so, it's, it's pretty isolated up there. So yeah, what other, what other kinds of uh, culture shock do you get in Japan? I went to the grocery store and you're trying to buy, you know, soap for laundry. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't figure out what was for the whites and what's for colored laundry, it was really hard to figure that out. And I, there was a lot of that. I also got followed a lot in the grocery store by really, really grandpa and grandmas. Okay. I think that the like, I would have a Diet Coke and, and laundry soap in my bin and pushing my little cart around. And then I, I realized that there were grandmas and grandpas following me around. And, and I they, think it was they, just they wanted to take care of you, right? Because all you could afford was, was a soda pop and and, but I see, I'm happy to see now that you're a choreographer, you have time to do your laundry. So did, was I it, know. did, it, did it live up to the dream? Did you it always did. have time for laundry? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Now, were you in Japan for a year? Yes, I did the full year. Okay. So I spent a year in Asia. Now, did you ever play the Japanese game Jankan, which is rock, paper, scissors? Did you play that? Oh, game? yeah. A lot. That, that's now, a, you, a lot of decisions are made there. <laughs> but do you like the twists they add to it? Like, even if you win, that you have to do the whole achimechihoi, follow the finger? Did you do that part? No, I do not like that part. Oh, I, I don't like it either because I always <laughs> lost. But <laughs> yeah. your yeah. instinct is to follow the finger, right? I could never unfollow the finger. Okay. <laughs> 
So I lost every bet I ever made. All right. Oh, gosh. Then you go to Thailand, Phuket. Yes. Who's the chief there? Alessandro. Alessandro. Okay. Before we go, before we get into Alessandro, you have to tell me if you have any crazy monkey stories. Did they steal anything from you? Oh, they did. We didn't have monkeys in the village, but I did see them. They had them at the Watts, you know, when you go out and they stole food. Yes. From me. I was with my mom who came to visit. My family came and visited and yes, they came and they robbed us of our peanuts or something. I Aggressive, aggressive monkey. Yeah. I went there on vacation when I was in Bintan, and now I must have got, I don't know how many inexpensive uh, pedicures and manicures and massages on that beach. So did you do the same? Because it was incredibly cheap, right? Did you ever do that? Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Every day. Okay. <laughs> did you like Phuket? I did. That was, it was, that was fantastic. We had an amazing team. Like Lady was there, Ben Martin, Michael Clark, like they all ended up being Chiefs of Village. And yeah. Oh, sounds like that team team was pretty stacked. Wow. It was, it was an amazing team. And then my court, my costume designers and they, the whole animation team was amazing. We would have an elephant. We'd have the mom elephant and the baby elephant at the entrance of the restaurant with us. That was crazy. And I would ride in the elephant in for the flying trapeze show. I would do Spanish web in the flying trapeze in the, in between the spreaders, like in the net. Um, Wait, you mean the elephant would, would go to the? I would ride the elephant in, and then okay. I would climb up into the net, and then I. Oh wow! Yeah, it was incredible. I loved, and I always wanted the biggest elephant. One time, I got stuck on the elephant, and I couldn't get down. Meaning, <laughs> you know? meaning he wouldn't kneel. He wouldn't kneel the elephant. Yeah, it wouldn't know. go down. They were. Okay. He was just kept doing the tricks. Okay. I was very stuck on this elephant <laughs> for quite a while. Yeah, they're higher. They're high up there, right? And they're real high you can't, up. You can't jump off, and you with your history of, of uh, bad ankles, you shouldn't <laughs> be jumping off elephants. <laughs> that, yep, that's, I think, probably the most beautiful uh, restaurant overlooking a pool I've ever seen in that in that resort. Um, you know, yeah. the one, the main restaurant comes over the pool, right, I believe? Um, in Phuket? I don't remember that, but... Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I have a nice shot possible. of that. Now, were you there for Songkran? Yes, I was. And, did you get doused with water and flour on that I, day? I don't think I did, but okay. I think I partook in that. Oh, really? Okay. So you were the, <laughs> you were handing it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to all the geos that show up late for rehearsal. Exactly. Here's a pound of flour in your eye. Okay. <laughs> all right. Then you go back to Turks and Caicos. Yes. I was kind of like my home base. I kept going back. I know you. I see you went there, what, four times, three or four times? At least, yeah. That's well. That's good. It is. Uh, it is. Yeah, I've only been there once, but that's still uh, everyone loves that 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 club. There's a whole Facebook group with like nine thousand people devoted just to that club. Ed. <laughs> not not even run by uh, XGOs. It's just run by people that go there. <laughs> then you go to my favorite place in the world. Can we can we talk about Lindemann Island? Is that okay? Yes, Lindemann yeah, Island. Who, who, who's the chief of village there? David Mayer. So David was chief in uh, Turks. I had actually worked with him in Eleuthera during my choreography stage. So I'd known them for a long time, he and Kathy. And um, Kathy was actually my roommate when they met in Eleuthera. And then they were in Turks. And then we, we, a group of us, he took a group of us to Lindemann Island. And how long did it take you in terms of months to differentiate between the Aussie and Kiwi accent? I don't think I can still, I don't think I can. Oh, okay. (laughs) Took took me six months, but yeah, I was. uh... 
<laughs> I, I never did it. And we're like, we speak English, right? Like, how come I don't understand anything here? <laughs> mm -hmm. And then you learn about the Aussie English dictionaries and, uh, but, um, and did you ever, so you never, did you ever order pizza by plane? Did you ever get that chance? No, we didn't oh. have that. I would have, um, I'm sure, but no, that was not an option. But did you take the plane on your day off to Mackay or anywhere? I took it when I was shopping for Christmas stuff for the village and he let me fly the plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, wait a minute. I was there a year and he never, okay. I'm no, seeing, never. I'm seeing. Like, you want to fly the plane? Yeah. Yeah, but again, I'm not a good looking blonde haired geo, but yeah, okay. <laughs> but, I, but I did know enough to, like, if we spent the day in Mackay or um, Early Beach, we always had to bring a burger back for the pilot because he would smell all our food. And if we wanted a smooth flight, we would give him uh, fries. And so that that's the only thing that I, I realized. It's probably a good thing to do. So you held the controls of a plane. This is what you're telling me. Yes. That was okay. very scary. I, I, the costume I, I, designer, Deddy, was an Indonesian guy, was in the back, and his eyes were so huge. It was not very long. I was just flying it. I'm no, no, still. I, I I used to brag. I've been bragging for 22 years that they let me drive the ferry from, you know, Hamilton to Lindemann, but you are you just trumped me in one, one fell swoop. With, oh, I, but I, I never did the plane. that. Well, I, I know, but it, no, as cool as that was, no, no, I mean, I've never been behind the controls of a plane, so that, you know, nor did they ever let me sit in the front seat. Okay. <laughs> I don't really remember. There was not much option. It was, I think it was a four-person seated plane. Like, I had to sit in the front. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm happy that you got to do that. That's, that's fly, and that's, you're flying over some of the most, the Wit Sundays. I mean, it's mm -hmm. probably the most beautiful scenery there is, right? I mean, yeah. you have this blue water and these green, green islands just sprouting up all over it. Uh, yeah. Did you ever go do the uh, the the picnic? Uh, was there still a picnic back then uh, in the island in front Seaforth Seaforth Island? There was not a picnic, but David Mayer and I used to windsurf a lot, and there was another guy who would windsurf, and we windsurfed to that beach and yeah. that, like all the way across. I was thinking about that this morning. That's also the same channel. The channel it's it's so it's an island, and then there's a little baby island right in front of it to the people yep. who don't know Lindman. And then, but there's like a very, very, very deep channel that the whales go through when yes. they're, but also the great white sharks go through. Yes. And we would winter when there was a side shore wind, we would go out and back and out, back and out, back. Of course, going over that channel. So looking. Yeah. I could have gone I, I won't I won't give the name away of my uh, sailing person but when I was in Lindemann we on the first full moon we decided to go windsurfing at night but yes uh boy when you fall in the water there in Australia at night you pretty pretty fast up back up on that board I must say or uh -huh. my water starts were in milliseconds not seconds <laughs> <laughs> yep and uh, and since you work there, I have to ask if on when you got there on the first rainy night, did uh, Australian geos come up and and tell you, Jen? I know you're going to want to, but don't lick the cane toads. So did anyone ever tell you this? No, I don't okay. remember that. There was a lot of talk of the brown snakes. Yes. Um. Yeah, because they and, were around, and I did see one. Um. Because I used to hike a lot on that island. Yeah, you'd go up to Mount Oldfield. I guess you climb the mountain to the top. Uh, yeah, I just okay. there was a lot of different paths, and I would just because it's a nature preserve, so I would just go walk. And did you like the bush chooks that used to hang around the um, <laughs> the other restaurant there? <laughs> Everywhere, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are strange yeah. birds. Yeah, omelet with poop. Okay, I didn't <laughs> order this. <laughs> oh what What do you like most about Lindemann, or is there, or uh, can you pinpoint the thing you like the most? Is that possible? 
I don't know. The team was really fun. We had a lot of fun there. And the team there is really interesting because there's a lot of Australians who go, they go backpacking through Australia. I think it's, I don't know if it's right after they graduate high school or college, but there was a lot of backpackers that kind of would come in and they would work in the mini club. And the mini club chief, Katie, was one of my really good friends. And she was the other American there. And we would, so I would train them and then they'd be there for about two months and then they would leave. And we were there for a month, a year, excuse me. So yeah. there was a lot of turnover of the backpackers. And were they not like the Australian and New Zealand guest GMs? Were they not the most easygoing GMs that you've ever dealt with oh until, that, until that Dude. point? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's crazy, we got right? the highest scores in animation. I think we were like third in the world. And I was like, of course we are, because these people are so nice. Yes. They don't care if it rains. They just, no. if, the bar, if the bar's open when it's raining, that's good enough for them. I was like, yeah. what? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where have you been all my life? <laughs> yeah. They were great. Yes. So you do a year there and you go back to Sandpiper. Yes. David Mayer decides that we're all going to go back to Sandpiper because I think he got sent to Sandpiper. So he takes a big group of us that well, the Americans that were there and a couple other people back to Sandpiper. And uh, was that cool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could buy all the detergent you want now. You know what's yeah. like from the darks, right? I mean, if you look at it that way. <laughs> it was fun. We did have a really, really good circus team. I love circus. And we had Paulito and Katie and a lot of, it was just really, really fun. So were, that, you, do, were you doing circus the whole time you're choreographer? Like, were you learning all that with no matter what village you were in as choreographer, where you do, kept doing circus, circus shows? Yes. I started on the Spanish web because it's always when somebody gets hurt or gets sick, which of course in circus happened a lot. So yes, I started in Spanish web and then, cause you know, somebody didn't want to perform that. And so they needed somebody to do that. And then kind of like duo trapeze. And I was, somebody's partner because somebody else had gotten sick um and then at some point we were in Turks and Caicos and my best friend was Nicole and she was the circus person and she got hurt and Billy the chief of circus said okay Nicole can stay if you can do the flying trapeze show because she can still work the board but we have to have a girl in the show and so then in the matter of days I ended up being in the flying trapeze show so that my best friend Nicole could stay and so I would be happy And then I just started doing the flying trapeze shows. And then I learned silks from Kate um, Coleman in Lindemann Island, actually. But that's, you know, Mike Coleman's daughter, who then it worked at Cirque du Soleil. But she also started doing circus. You know, she grew up in Club Med. And so then she she obviously learned circus in Club Med and then ended up training a lot in Orlando and then made it to Cirque du Soleil. Nice. Yeah. And this was um, Billy Havoc you're talking about? Yes, Billy Havoc okay. was at some point with me in, um, he was chief of circus in when I was in Turks and Caicos, one of those seasons. Okay. All right. Now, in, in addition to all the, the GOs and chiefs you mentioned, I don't want to leave anyone out. Is there anyone else you would like to call out? Oh my gosh. Like that you enjoyed working with? Fun people. I loved working with Alessandro. I think he was my favorite chief of village. And of course, everybody loves Hammer and Julie. Those were great people. Always, it, I always became really close to my costume designers. I don't know. I love them. And then, of course, I worked with Vlad and JK a lot. And they were awesome. Um, and LP, all the people. 
Okay. I think. Can we just uh, pivot a little from Clement for a sec? Because yeah. I'm kind of, uh, would you like to tell people or talk about what, what you do now? Like I know you're a, <laughs> you're an aerial arts teacher, but also a middle school dance teacher. Is that correct? Yes. I teach, I still teach aerial arts and um, I volunteered a flying trapeze rig here in Austin. And I also, I teach a lot of aerial silks and I teach middle school dance for sixth, seventh and eighth graders in a public middle school here in, um, and I'm actually in Round Rock ISD in Austin, Texas. Okay. Now what's the music like? So when you're teaching middle school kids to dance, are you using today's music? I'm guessing you're not doing YMCA, right? Right. But okay. um, I have taught them crazy signs. You have? Oh my God. Which, <laughs> what, which ones? I have. They love Tomake. Uh, okay. they, they don't know what they've learned. They don't know. I, I, was, I would love for one of them to go to a club med and come back and be like, Miss Simons, you're, you're taught us crazy yeah, signs. Yeah. Because I, they think that they're war they know them as warm up dances. I say, which warm up dance do you want to do? Do you want to do chocolate or tomake? <laughs> they love they love tomake and chocolate. I haven't done YMCA. I guess they could, but they could do well, YMCA. That one's really uh, old. They like the the newer ones. What what age is like? What age is middle school? Sorry, I don't know. Um, 11, 12, and thirteen. Okay, all right. So okay, so the, yeah, they probably come back from. Well, they go to the club man, they're surprised they know the song already. Like, hey, I know this. Okay. I know. I would love for that. That has not happened yet. I've been there okay. my 12th year and that hasn't happened yet, but I would love it too. I think it'd be so fun. Okay. <laughs> that sounds, do you, did you have a favorite crazy sign or top three or when you were? I liked Shake It. So my friend Kendall and I made Shake It, but that was a little bit at the end. I like the original crazy sign, you know, the actual crazy signs. Okay. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know original. the one. That's right. Is that the one where you have to do all the hand movements? Or? Uh -huh. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, when you're learning it. Yeah, when you're first season, yeah, learning that one, you think, how am I ever going to get get this? Yeah. <laughs> then you're like, favorite. then you're like, oh, don't worry, we're going to do it five times a day for six months. Oh, okay. <laughs> and yep. that's how you learn. Uh, do you ever meet any celebrities in, in your time in Clement at all? Um, or or me mem memorable ones, I should say. I know. I was thinking about this. I met. Let's see, in Crested Butte we had country in the Rockies and I met Brad Paisley because I checked him, you know, I had to check him out for his skis. <laughs> Did you, I guess from, from Texas, you knew who he was, right? Well, so that was a long time ago and he was not famous yet. He was, Oh really? They, yeah. Everybody was whispering like, Oh, he's an up and coming singer. You should really like get his, I think I even got his autograph. I mean, I know he signed his papers and stuff, but I think I even asked him for his autograph. And then I think we promptly like, put it on the wall or something in whiskey shop but yes and then jimmy carter came in uh ex-president or president jimmy carter mm -hmm. and his yeah. wife Rosalind. and i did that because he did those fundraisers i did that in crested butte and in sandpiper and at some point i ended up working out with them in the gym they were in the gym and i i cruised in there and Wait, you were spot you were spot really you, were, there. you were spotting the ex-president is that what you're saying how much how much could he lift but it was 225, right? <laughs> no, he was, they okay. were on the walking, the walking, they were on the little treadmills. Oh, okay. I see. Well, that's pretty cool. They were not lifting, no. Well, they have to have, they would have had to have a Secret Service present, right? I'm, yes, I'm, they did. Yes. They were all over both times, the Secret Service. Yes. What are, Jen, if you don't mind telling me, the three things you miss the most about Club Med, if you've ever had time to think about it? Oh, oh, I think about it all the time. I go, I do go back usually at least once a year to Turks and Caicos because I miss it so much. 
I loved the family, like the team of geos that we had, like it was such a family. And I love, you know, if you want to hang out with people, you just walk out your door and you can go hang out with whoever you want to hang out with and have lots of friends to go and do whatever with. I, I miss that a lot. I think that was really fun. I miss the circus and the flying trapeze and all the sports just being right there that you can go and do anytime. Yes. Scuba yes. diving. Yeah. Yes. I miss that too. And I miss being able to produce shows that were, cause I loved producing the shows, I think in creating the shows. I mean, I still create shows, but with little tiny people. So, yeah. Do you, do you have a favorite one in Clement? I guess that you created, is there one like? I do. I created a show called the red room. Mm -hmm. And it was in Turks and Caicos and it was a combination of Moulin Rouge and Chicago. And then oh, I, wow. yeah, a bunch of people did stuff like it, but I thought I was being original at the time. And <laughs> we created, we put those together. We were wearing very, very small outfits. It was an amazing show. Okay. Well, that hey, sounds, sounds amazing when you mentioned <laughs> you were hardly wearing anything. Um, yeah, it okay, was well, well, I guess if they were copying you, then, you know, imitation is a sincerest form of flattery, right? Yes, so. I know. It's very flattering. Okay. Well, wow. All right. I don't know what to ask you next. I do okay. miss the old yeah. shows. As I see the shows now, I miss the can, the original can-can and seeing those old, the old numbers. And did stuff. you like Halloween? Oh my gosh, I did. I didn't know that Patchy was part of the team that created that. I was just listening to her podcast. Yeah, that crazy? was one of my yeah. That was one of my favorite shows, and I we definitely did it because after they would create the giant giant shows with the stages, they would send us videos and packets and stuff. And I definitely did that one a couple times. I loved that show. That was a great one. Okay, current question: Do you ever have a recurring dream where you are back working at Club Med? Like this has been going on for ten whatever years since you stopped. Like, do you ever have a dream like this or no? No. I, I don't really dream. That's funny. Lucky. I don't have too many dreams. So I don't think I really have any reoccurring dreams. Okay. That would be really nice, but no. Can I ask mm -hmm. you one more question? Yeah. Of all the seasons you've done, mm -hmm. was there one that stood out? Was there one that was magical or do you like them all for different reasons? I, mean, I know I, you liked Turks yeah. like overall, but is there mm -hmm. one season in particular that? The season that I, the first season of choreographer was really like magical we were all there for basically the full i think it was like a 10-month season in extapa and that one the team was we got really really close and that one and we still even have a little group of group chats and stuff that one was great and then a lot of the turks ones but honestly i, I was there off and on so much i can't even differentiate which one which season in turks was great it was just they were all great the ones in Asia were just sort of magical because it was all so different. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't know. They were all really, really awesome. Okay. Now, before I let you go, because you've been so kind with your time, am I forgetting <laughs> to ask you anything? Or is there something you wanted to say about well, anything? <laughs> not that I remember. I, I don't think. Do you, are you glad you did it? Oh, like the, way, the way you did it, you got your degree and you worked for Clubbit. So would you, would you change anything? Mm -hmm. That's the way it was supposed to happen. That's a good question. Since I've been listening to your awesome podcast and thank you for creating it. It's really, it's so fun to hear everybody's voices like Vlad and people who I worked with for so long and LP who I haven't heard from. And I mean, I haven't heard their voice in so long. It's so cool to hear them. 
it now I forgot the question. I, guess. I was going to say like so you got you got you got your degree and then you worked you worked oh, for Club Med. Yeah. Now you didn't. I don't think you left too soon. Like you like I did ten years and I like I knew when it was time to leave. So so was there anything you would have changed at all or you would have done it exactly oh, the same gosh. way? Yeah, when I knew when I I mean I had to leave because my mom got quite sick, but. I would, that amount of time, I did 13 years. I think I was trying to add it up last night. I think I did 13 years. And that was, that was the right amount. I, it was time for me to go. I needed to go. <laughs> but yes, I think, I think I, yeah, no regrets. I loved it. It was, I mean, I, I, I don't understand why people wouldn't want to do that job. Exactly. You know? Right. So, like, why wouldn't you <laughs> want to be a geo? I know. I, I heard you asking, like, if you would recommend it to other people, like college kids who are just getting out of college, of course. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't you do it? It's so fun. Exactly. Take a gap year. Do something. Yeah. Oh I mean, my gosh. Right? Yes. No, I'm glad yeah. I um, I'm glad I did it for sure. For sure. Oh uh, yeah. Because my friends at work ask me what I'm what I'm doing there, and they they call me an idiot every day for leaving. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think we both had a great experience. Yes, I think that we do need to make like um. A retirement community of XGOs, so we oh. can like go back there. Oh my God, how crazy would that be? I know, oh I think God. it'd be so fun. The bar games and the pranks, and oh boy, I know <laughs> that. Somebody tell me when that's getting planned, and I'll. Okay, I'm going to talk to Steve Cohen about this. I'm sure he's yes. got thoughts. He's got, he's got thoughts. <laughs> Steve, expect a call. <laughs> yes, please. I think that would be really fun. Well, everyone, that was Jen Simons. I got it right this time, right? <laughs> you did. Jen Simons from the great state of Texas. Thank you so much again, eh, Jen, for, for coming on, taking down a trip down memory lane with us. Thank you so much. Oh, no worries. It's been awesome. Thank you for doing this, Greg. Oh, my pleasure. I'm glad, I'm glad you like it. Thank you. Well, guys, we will see you all next week with another installment of my first season. Until then, bye. Say bye, Jen. <laughs>